0: This is a disclaimer. Ben and I do not actually agree or believe these conspiracy theories. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to Conspiracy Talk. I'm here with co-host Ben and special guest, our former history teacher, Tyler Klubine.
1: Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. I'm super stoked.
0: As are we. It's been a while (laughs) since we've seen
1: you.
0: It's been a hot minute. Let's see, school ended the 13th, so it's been a month and 17 days almost.
1: It feels like way longer than that.
2: Yeah,
0: for sure.
1: Oh, wait, Uh, I was thinking of like in-person school.
0: Okay, gotcha, mind. proceed. Our our first topic today is, is Prince Charles a vampire?
1: (laughs) So yeah, I told you guys, I didn't, uh, I had no idea this was even a, a theory. And when I read it, I thought, is it just because he's old and looks like one and he's lived basically under wraps of everyone in his family. Like, he is the least popular of the royal family, and yet he is the direct heir to the throne right now. And so when I looked it up and then saw his family lineage, like traces back to Vlad the Impaler, which was the inspiration for the original Dracula. Um It's very thought-provoking. Like, he does remain under wraps. Um, He's kind of a spooky guy. So, I don't know. I'm interested. What are your guys' opinions on this?
2: I need to look it up. Wow,
1: some host doing his research.
2: Yeah, we can't do that on the podcast. I mean, like, yesterday, whenever we were recording, I just read directly straight from an article about how supposedly – a platoon of
0: soldiers shot at a, a giant in the Middle East. The Afghani giant, yeah. Hmm. And, I mean, in a previous episode, we've discussed uh, the fact that some people believe that Queen Elizabeth, the Queen of England, is a cannibal, and that's how she's lived so long, as she's feeding... I her read that I read a little
1: bit, too, yeah. You know, I that's never so put it these, past these, these royal families. There's some weird stuff.
2: I mean, I read the... We had a, I uh, I think Miss Fowles told us, like in biology, that, uh, the royal family, since, like, is hemo, uh oh, wait, what's it called where you get a cut and it doesn't stop? Or hemophilia.
0: Hemophilia. Yeah, that,
2: yeah, that they have that. Well, so well that's maybe. a by,
1: that's a byproduct of inbreeding. Yeah. Like generations, like they have a lot, and yeah, that that's a fact. It, it's not as bad now, but like. Probably 100,
0: 100,
1: 200 years ago like that, they had very screwed up bloodlines because of that. And, like, now it's starting to get uh, diluted a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that's a direct side effect of...
0: Well, maybe because uh, he's a hemophiliac, maybe he feeds on other people's blood to uh, survive himself.
1: Yeah, maybe it's a... um, just a countermeasure. Now, we van, let's say he is a vampire. I don't know a whole lot about vampires. I don't watch really any movies with a minute. Um, do they have to kill the person that they're getting blood from, or can it be just like a quick snack and that person goes on their way? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. A
2: vampire, a vampire into a vampire?
1: But what if that's only like specific vampires have that kind of venom? Hmm. What if maybe there's some vamp? Because he doesn't have the like I've seen him smile. He doesn't have the fangs. Yeah. So
2: maybe he
1: can't. Maybe he can't like transfer the vampire gene. He just gets the blood. Maybe he's only like partial vampire.
0: Maybe his teeth are hiding and they push down over the.
1: That could be possible.
0: It's a scary thought.
1: There's only one way to find out. Someone needs to stab him in the heart. Or state.
0: just take garg-
1: garlic to him.
2: Oh, uh, that's probably safer. Probably easier. Is too. There, it's the footage of him eating garlic bread. Probably not.
1: Google Prince Charles eating garlic bread. <laughs> this is going to be my search history forever.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> is there a video? Oh, please tell me there's a video of it.
2: Why the royal can't eat garlic? <laughs>
0: right. We're on to something. We we need gone. we need immediate funding for this project. <laughs> U.S. government hit us up.
1: Your podcast is about to be shut down by the Royal Air Force. <laughs>
2: I don't know why, but that reminds me of Overwatch, where one of the characters, cheers to the Calvary, love. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that was spot-on British accent. Hey, did, it, did it, have you guys seen where, like on what side of his family would he be a descendant of Vlad the Impaler? Would it be on the Queen's side or his dad's side? Because it's from if it's that's from his mom's side, why is no one talking about how Queen Elizabeth is a descendant of Vlad the Impaler? Huh. Like, why are we just now making a big deal out of it? Well, and it also means that both Henry and uh, William are descendants of Vlad the Impaler. And whatever, uh, didn't one of them just have a kid? Well, they've had a couple. But yeah, like the whole royal family is descendants of Vlad the Impaler. Which if he was a ruler of England, that shouldn't be a surprise. That's true. So maybe they're all it should be the conspiracy should be is the royal family vampires or carry the vampire gene if we're being consistent because otherwise we're just pointing out one individual I don't know, I know this is quite a wormhole I've jumped into.
0: well <laughs> this the podcast the podcast topics are typically wormholes yeah
1: yeah i could see that that list was uh insane but honestly that this topic by itself is probably the most fascinating to me like that was that was a fun read and, like, I, i've never been big on the royal family like i'll, I'll see their names and headlines and stuff but i never i haven't like researched a bunch of it
2: it's um, very
1: confusing. Oh, the role of family history always is. But like, my mom was a huge like fan of Princess Diana, and I have a hard time believing Princess Diana, as classy as she was, would marry a vampire. Mm-hmm. No matter how rich and powerful. Now, granted, they did divorce, but
0: yeah.
2: Did you ever see that John Mulaney oh, skit that involved him like making a joke a Joke? about, about Diane and like when it, it,
1: about when he was a kid. I
2: yeah,
1: like yeah, and his uh, his mom's BS. Yes, that always I love John Mulaney. Yeah, John Mulaney's pretty funny. Um, yeah, he he looks a little vampirish.
0: He looks a little bloodthirsty. Conspiracy theory? I think not.
1: So I read another
0: conspiracy theory about
1: the royal family. That so Henry's the younger one. He married uh, Meghan Markle, who's American, and then Henry recently like stepped down from all consideration of the throne. Like he removed himself and they move to canada i believe but i think they're going to be in the or maybe they're already in the u.s but there's talk about how they are just setting up a royal uh a conglomeration between the u.s and great britain when their kids become old enough to become they're going to run for president because they will be american citizens because they'll be born here and then they will also be you know if they eliminate their older cousins they will also be the rightful heirs to the english throne
0: eliminate as in like have hits put in place or
1: uh just take them off the ladder if you're like kim Kim jong-un and you just convince them to step down for their own safety or you do it the old-fashioned way and
0: murder oh yes
2: I don't know about you guys, but it sounds like uh, Great Britain is trying to extend its empire again.
0: It is. It's
1: trying to make sure the sun never sets on it again. But imagine that superpower. Like, a U.S.-Great Britain combination. Like, that'd be stronger than even the Soviet Union was.
0: It's interesting to hear this from a history standpoint. That's that's the perspective I offer, and that's the only
1: perspective I'm able to give.
0: Okay, so I'm looking at uh, our next topic, which is the Phantom Timeline Theory, and uh, as as I'm looking at this, weird, strange ads are popping up, and I've had personalized ads turned off for years at this point. So. Uh, yeah. This is what I'm seeing.
1: See, Uh, so yeah, I've got an ad blocker on mine, and it worked like a charm for like a year or two, and then within the last couple months, yeah, I've seen stupid stuff like that uh, periodically. So I don't know either. I think think they're getting smarter.
0: Yeah. So... On our next topic, the Phantom Time Hypothesis, what do you know about it, Ben?
2: Uh, I thought this was something you knew. No offense, but, uh, let me find it.
0: We kind of talked about this one yesterday a little bit. So isn't this
1: the one where there's, like, a gap in the timeline? Yeah. Is it, is it they think we added years that didn't exist, or they think we yeah. ignored years? Okay, they think we
0: added years? Two hundred ninety-seven years.
1: Yeah, because it happened in the middle of what we call the Dark Ages. Like, there's a re like, not a whole lot happened. Not a whole lot of like transcribable history. I, that's what I'm skeptical of. I'm um, like, yeah, it's a cool theory, but I, I definitely need to see a lot more before I start to buy into it. I think they're I think it's just somebody that's ignoring some minor pieces to build a grander uh, story. Because I don't think they, I mean, yeah, there's probably discrepancies in our timeline, but I wouldn't say, would you say 297 years?
0: Yeah, 297
1: years. Yeah, I don't think there's that big of a discrepancy.
2: I think it's just some guy that (laughs) got to study for his history test.
1: Yeah, he's he's like, this part (laughs) of the timeline doesn't exist. It's not that I didn't study it, it just never happened. Your books are lying.
0: His name is Heribert Illig. Yeah. And he believes that the events from sixteen fourteen to nine eleven have been faked.
2: The year, not the day.
0: Yeah, the year, not the day. That includes the entire oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like
1: we faked the of, the history history of the world wars. <laughs> okay. That's a huge gap though.
0: For sure. Two hundred two almost three hundred years.
1: Wait. Say the say the
0: say the years in in Nine eleven and what? Sixteen fourteen to the year nine eleven.
2: Well, it's technically nine hundred eleven.
0: Seven hundred. But that's seven hundred years. From oh, year, sixteen fourteen to the year nine eleven.
1: Yeah, there's so much that happened like that. Uh, now I'm not buying that. That's like yeah. There may be some discrepancies and maybe some. It's minorly wrong, but I don't think they just added in 297 years to, like, fill in the blanks. They'd be like me giving you a timeline test. You know nothing about it, and so you just make up events. Like Ethiopia invaded Antarctica.
0: According Maybe to the like author, it. the reason we shouldn't believe that these almost 300 years did not actually take place it's because of the scarcity of archaeological evidence from that period of time. Well, yeah, a lot of things were burnt and a lot of things were just buried.
1: Yeah, there was a huge uh, religious—I don't know if you call it revolution, but like cleansing. Yeah, yeah, crusade. That's—I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. Uh, yeah, where they like burned all the, all these texts and they burned all these icons and like purged itself. Like, yeah, there's not going to be that much left over. We don't record everything on a zip drive uh, back then like we, well, I guess used to now. We don't even use zip drives anymore. Everything's in the thinking cloud. Man, I feel old. Um,
0: I mean, uh, why, would, go ahead. Why, would, why would we even add those years in the first place? Why not just say that the year is just currently uh, six, 16, 14? instead of 2020 that's that's the wrong number
1: right because we well probably just because we got so far like eh it'll throw off all of our uh it'll throw everything off birthdays will be impossible
0: (laughs) oh yeah imagine um being born in 614 and history doesn't take place so uh, about 300 years later you have your first birthday (laughs) it's like the leap year (laughs)
1: Yeah, you ask somebody their birthday in leap years and their brains explode. Like, we can't math that well.
0: Uh, there was a para at the elementary school that uh, she was born on a leap year. She was born on the leap day. And she mm-hmm. was something like 13 years old.
1: <laughs> 52?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's about the extent of my math.
0: There's a leap year every four years so four times 13 is 52. bingo
1: nailed it um yeah like i looked into phantom theory just because the name is awesome i wish it were true just because that name is cool but i really uh i personally can't there's
0: there's a there's something with a similar name called the phantom timeline which is like Everything is the same in that timeline as it is here, but everything is happening in reverse. It's kind of like the Anita Anomaly theory.
1: Okay, like uh, like an alternative universe type thing.
0: Yeah, but everything like is the- happening in reverse. Like the end of the world is their beginning, the be- the beginning of the world is their end. It's like the Anita Anomaly theory. Well,
1: that doesn't really make sense. How does the be- how does it begin with an ending and end with a beginning?
0: Well, for all we know.
1: Like We're the population, the population dwindles down to just Adam and Eve in that reality.
0: I mean, it's possible.
1: That's actually a cool story. Someone should make a movie about the
0: reverse of the world. The Anita where, and timeline.
1: Yeah, like where where we go from like nuclear capabilities and then just scale down to where we've destroyed ourselves down to cavemen. And then die, and then eventually they die out. Dinosaurs then ran. When you think it's all said and done, out of nowhere comes Adam and Eve, and then the planet, and then the planet disappears, and it's nothing but darkness. Honestly, that timeline. Yeah, I feel like that timeline actually makes more sense than the one we're living
0: on. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, like if the Big Bang Theory was correct, like that could potentially have actually been the end of one timeline beginning of another yeah oh, like the,
2: wave death of the universe in sort of way
0: yeah like talking this out i'm actually
1: i think i might have convinced myself i think we are the ones on the reverse timeline like this is the pandemic that
0: did it oh boy we've sealed it we've sealed our fate
1: <laughs> Adam and Eve are coming up shortly.
0: <laughs> they'll be here in about a year.
1: Yeah, they'll be here soon
0: Or nothing but fig leaves. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, in a previous episode we discussed the Anita anomaly, which it's ve- it's a very similar theory that, like, that everything is running backwards. That stemmed off of uh, NASA yeah, research. research. Hmm. That's fascinating. That's something I would. I'll
1: have to research more because. It yeah, uh, it's intriguing to say the least. It's very interesting. Well, what do we got
0: next? Uh, something kind of controversial. Uh, hmm. Obama and Malcolm X.
1: <laughs> okay. Obama's Malcolm X's son. See, when I read this, immediately I was like, "No. If anything, Obama would be MLK's son. Like his his demeanor is to me nothing like Malcolm X. Like I, I don't. Yeah, they. look I guess they kind of. You could say they look alike. Um. But you know, he's. I think his demeanor and his his oration, the way he speaks, is way more MLK esque. Than Malcolm. Malcolm was very hate-filled. He was very aggressive. I, I think, yeah, Obama's voice sounds more MLK-ish, and his message is more MLK-ish. Like he was part of the reason people are really starting to like Obama now is because compared to Trump, he he was like so non-abrasive. He was he, he was seemingly very he was always calm, relaxed like that was MLK. MLK was getting sprayed with fire hoses and he was, you know, remaining calm and cool headed. Um, so I don't know. I'd have to read. I didn't even look into this one because I was I was like, no way. Maybe there's some more underlying stuff I don't know about um, that that are. What, what website did you get that from,
0: Jonathan? Uh, the Board uh, Panda. <laughs> there are a lot of crazy things on there so yeah there, it there sounds like it yeah well the entire reason that this theory even exists is because a a doctor, named, doctor named bill valentine malcolm who considers himself to be a metaphysicist and mathematician saw obama's and malcolm x's similarities and came up with this thing i guess on the spot
1: hmm. well see that's the problem Like we can have, there's billions of people in the world and there's trillions of people who have ever existed. So we can share, it's bound that we're going to cross a lot of traits with people from the past that we, I mean, truly we're somehow related to everybody, somehow way down the line. So yeah, they may have similarities, but as far as like close relation, now maybe I'm being too, uh, you know, stingy with that. Like I know it's a fun conspiracy, but like, uh, like I said, I think he is more closely related to MLK than Malcolm X. That's my opinion. Ben, what do you got?
2: Uh, well, to be honest, I didn't hear about this theory until today, or until yesterday, we we're putting stuff together. So I didn't really. Hey, it, I, I didn't
1: hear probably... about it until two hours ago. That's no excuse.
2: Yeah, I mean, although, although I did look at the zoo hypothesis one, so. Oh, let's skip that
1: one. Oh, i was kidding, that, one, that one's actually really cool, too.
0: It almost yeah, we... looks like they're wearing the same clothing in the image, so I mean, I can see where this guy got this from, but like... A suit? Like, the way they're standing and what they kind of, like, do... <laughs> Okay, they're not slouching, so... They're related. They're not slouching, therefore... Yeah, they're,
1: they're definitely, definitely related. Non-slouchers all share blood. And not share blood like the royal family way.
2: <laughs> you mean the vampire right. way or like the A way?
1: Either way.
0: All right. Let's move on to the zoo hypothesis. Ben, you put this on here. Do you want to explain what it is? Because I don't really know what it is.
2: All right. So the zoo hypothesis is a theory where people believe that the reason why we possibly have not been visited by aliens yet is because they're using us as a zoo. Like We don't, we don't get contact until we've reached a certain point in our existence where we like develop something or whatnot.
0: This almost sounds like what the Vulcans do in Star Trek. You wait, you wait till they develop warp drive, and then you talk to them.
2: So yeah, I thought that
1: that was really cool. Um, I never considered. Oh, I actually, I've heard people talk about this. In my personal opinion on aliens themselves, um, again, it's one of those things where I want to see proof before I a hundred percent buy in. But I'm not opposed to thinking there's something out there. Like uh, there could be the universe is endless. It's massive. It's kind of scary to think of the fact that there may be there may not be anything out there.
0: Um, we may be the only lucky ones.
1: Yeah, but I I think it's entirely possible. Um, if I do come around to the existence of aliens, I feel like this is probably the most likely explanation of our interactions with them. Because, like, to go to feed off of one of the other possible topics the Skinwalker Ranch uh, where all those UFO sightings have and then I was shocked like Area 51 went on there but I guess that's too basic that's too mainstream of a conspiracy to talk about um, you know maybe yeah, those have probably been like mistakes where aliens were like oh crap we got a little too close that time we better zap their brains and then we got people wearing like armadillo shells as helmets and wearing tinfoil on their heads and and the aliens are like Good thing we told him that would work, because otherwise now nobody will listen to him. Yeah, I think that that's very possible um, and really interesting too. Makes me makes me really wonder. What, yeah, like Johnny said, what is that final step? Like, what are the aliens waiting for us to do before they're like, all right, they've they've finished the labyrinth, and then what do they do? Do they do they kill us? Are they like, all right? Experiment over.
0: Do they feel threatened once we
1: finish? Uh,
0: have, have you either... Have you... Mm, English. Have ever of you either played the game Ark Survival Evolved? mm Not yet. Or not really. Well, I guess that's the ending. I can't spoil it. Darn. <laughs>
2: you can go ahead and spoil it for me. Don't worry.
0: Basically... Uh, you 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 escape the ark, which is like a human survival program. You look for research and you eventually find your way out, and then you get you you look down at the dying earth and it's like everything is brown. There the water is turning yellowish black, mm. and uh, basically you fight your way past a couple extraterrestrial beings to see this before getting sucked out of that arc and put into a new world which is completely different to the world you were previously in hmm. like
1: um, a back to the beginning thing or like yeah. completely different
0: it's like a back to beginning thing but okay. all the terrain has changed and
1: and like your consciousness is wiped so you don't know you no, you, you don't know what know. you pre- oh,
0: you, you, know do. What
1: you previously saw that's frustrating I was gonna say that sounds like reincarnation but if you like, if you finish the game and then you go back to the beginning, you're like, well, this is kind of lame.
0: Well, it gives you an option. Like, do you want to finish the game, but the, the Earth thing was the end of the game? Or do you want to play again start over from scratch and right. re- retrace your steps?
1: But, but you're saying, so you see this uh, the zoo hypothesis as, like, possibly being something like that? Yeah. Or, like, yeah. existence is a continuous loop? Mm-hmm. Okay, I could, I could get behind that. Like, yeah, that's not impossible to me. It's kind of freaky to think about that. Like, I, I've heard people talk about uh, their belief of, like, aliens are just, we're like MTV to aliens. Like, they just tune in to watch what we'll do. And, like, they tuned in in 2016, like, oh, man, this presidential election is the funniest thing I've ever seen on TV. And now they're going to tune in 2020, like, man. The ratings on this are skyrocketing. They're like, surely they can't pa- they can't top this. And then we'll find a way. We'll
0: find we'll find out next year.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll find out here in a uh, couple months.
0: I don't think the world's ever going to be the same after being shut down for so long.
2: Yeah.
1: It's yeah, it's going to be different. Um, you know, the saddest casualty in all of this buffets i'm gonna miss buffets
0: they'll probably oh. never come back
2: Oh man! talent bars
0: that like... means you can't just go for four hours and eat at golden corral
1: i know that sucks i have to order off a menu why can't i just go get mediocre food right under the dry heat lamp
2: Oh man, it's gonna ruin like going to Chinese buffets, like getting everything you can Now I can't.
1: Yeah, that sucks. That was that was like the first thing I thought of with this whole thing. Like, yeah, uh, I don't want to undermine the loss of life, but like the loss of buffets to me is a pretty big deal. Yeah.
0: The loss of buffets,
1: though. Yeah, that's a big deal to me. Air, air travel is
2: maybe this
1: like episode. It's yeah. It's
2: true. Did we just come up with the name of this episode? The loss of buffets.
0: That's a pretty good name. A, tri- a, tribute, a tribute to the loss of buffets.
1: Tribute to buffets. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, have you guys gone outside at night, like, recently?
1: Uh, what, like, just after dark?
0: Uh, yeah, like when all the stars are out. I mean, I have, but I haven't looked up to, like, ponder at the sky. Uh, Ben Ben and I did this a couple nights ago, but due to the decreased pollution because of everyone that's, like, not traveling as much, uh, you can actually see the Milky Way in town now, which we didn't used to be able to do. Pollution
1: had had that much
0: of an effect on us here in blank Kansas. Yeah, because, like, you didn't used to be able to see... You used to be able to see just, like, the outline of it. Now you can see details, like the ridges and the lines. Really? But you you don't see much color. Hmm. It's slowly coming back. I've taken pictures of it a couple times, but...
1: Interesting. I'll have to try. Well, I have seen stuff on Facebook, but I guess I didn't realize it
0: was because of the lack of pollution. So that's good. Especially with... uh, the, a lot of the air travel, especially, is reduced, so not as much mm-hmm. um, carbon is leaving right, the, right, and staying in the air. And I mean, like uh, places like Japan and the United the United Kingdom, they've cut travel down to almost zero unless it's absolutely necessary.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's that's been a hot topic. Did you guys notice speaking of like air clarity? Did you guys notice uh, a difference in air quality like that week that the Saharan dust storm was supposed to blow over to us? Did you guys personally like notice a allergy increase? Mm, no,
0: I'm not an allergic I'll to many things.
1: I personally I didn't really, but I did feel like the air was thicker. I, I know, know that the my... air
2: was darker looking, like in color, yeah. like
1: more brown. Like My eyes got really excuse me really itchy like irritated and like my mom's got uh bad allergies and they were in houston when this all happened which they got hit by big old cloud of it um but man 2020 has been wicked like ignore the pandemic and we still had like we had a dust storm we had a bunch of celebrity deaths. We got we we haven't even got to the election yet. That's going to be the most crazy part of it. And then there's like two days where murder hornets were going to take over the world. Oh, uh, yes. Murder any, hornets. Any other time murder hornets would have like taken over the news. But like they just came at a bad time. Yeah.
2: Actually, I remember I talked to my dad about this the other day. He's like, why is that on the news? They've always been here. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I'd seen them in town when I was a kid. I was like, I did not know that. Like so the actual, well, the one
1: I read about was like Asian murder hornets.
0: Yeah, they come from uh, most likely coastal and in inland Japan. Mm. They
1: must be the product of nuclear radiation.
0: Horrible, horrible accident.
2: Yeah. What are you talking about? Are we talking about Fukushima or, like, uh, the dropping of atom bombs on Japan in, like, the 40s, which probably gave enough time for them to mutate and breed?
1: I was thinking more along the atomic bombs, because Fukushima was very recent. But if if it was Fukushima, they would, they would be glowing in the dark as they came across.
2: Look, more lightning bug. That's not a lightning bug.
1: That's, yeah, a, why, that's a murder
0: horn. Why is that bird glowing? <laughs> Who's that bird glowing?
1: <laughs> a I mean, featherless bird.
0: <laughs> featherless bird. It's it's like um when cockatoos get stressed they lose their feathers. It's it's a glowing cockatoo.
2: <laughs> birds work for the bourgeoisie. It's a sign.
0: <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming back into the conspiracy theory part of the podcast. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. I knew that was coming as soon as I said bird. Oh, I missed that. A lot of the animals around. Uh, forget the name, a uh, nuclear reactor, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, mm-hmm. Like a lot of the animals around that have like maybe an extra leg and yeah. maybe, like I've seen pictures I've seen a picture with like, like a fox. Like a fox.
1: There were farms in I think New Jersey back in the 90s that they had calves with like legs being They'd be born and they had legs coming out of their head because they're right by three mile, or not right by, but you know, within strike distance of three mile island. And like, I, my dad, being a dairy farmer, would have these like dairy magazines. And I, I remember as a kid seeing a picture of a calf with four legs and then a fifth leg growing out of his head. And I was like, what in the world? It freaked me out. yeah, yeah.
2: My dad you knew a guy around here that had a uh, calf that had two heads, like just a type of mutation. But it died soon after it being well, yeah, born. yeah,
1: yeah, because most of the time, like the leg out of the head or the double head, that's like the least of their <laughs> organ problems. Like, there's always uh, I was like, because yeah, yeah, my dad said the calf probably died. I was like, why well, did it die? It only had an extra leg. Did it kick itself? He's like, no, <laughs> it was probably born with like extremely screwed up organs or so like it was probably completely messed up within which is usually the case
0: Uh, i would like to point out that the podcast is now available on overcast
1: nice spreading it
0: out just about it
1: nice all right how many topics we got left what all are we trying to cover
0: uh, we have the, uh, the two topics we have left for this episode are the Texas Rockwall and the Tunguska event. Okay, I was,
2: go ahead, actually, uh, Texas Rockwall. I didn't look enough information on that, I, ha- I did put a link. The only reason why I know about this was there's a TV show that was on uh the History the Channel history and. I remember that it covered this wall that was in Texas, and it's not sure if this was like a naturally formed wall or just it just happened, right? To like
1: be built by
2: some ancient civilization. Did
1: you see the pictures of it?
2: Uh, I remember seeing a seeing it in a TV show when I was younger, and it looks like as if it was kind of built.
1: Yeah, like like it's it, it's uh, it looks like stacked bricks, and so I read a little bit about it today, just you know, out of research, and. Um, it's been dis- it, it was discovered like 150 years ago, but they keep like discovering more of it. They they haven't completely opened it up or like undug the whole thing. So, um, it looks like bricks were stacked and all this, and they've tried to like car or, like I don't know if it's carbon date or somehow date it. Um, but from what I read, it, it's most likely just a product of, um, you know, the earth uh, forming that layer. Like, I, I don't believe it was created by aliens or it was, I, I, it could possibly have been built by a farmer back in whoever, who knows how long ago, but I, I, don't know, I, don't, I think it's probably more likely naturally occurring. I mean, we have millions of miles of, surface area on the planet not to mention the thousands of uh or hundreds or thousands of miles of area beneath the surface so yeah there's probably going to be some weird looking formations somewhere in there and where where better to have a weird a weird rock formation than texas
0: (laughs) i take as as being from texas i kind of take offense to that but at the same time i don't because it's true
1: I mean, Texas is weird. Like, it's not bad. Texas is unique. They 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 pride themselves on being different. Like, they call themselves like a former republic, which is a joke. But like, uh, so yeah, I don't mean that necessarily as an. I mean, it's kind of a jab, but um, it's appropriate that it's in Texas. Like, who would care if that was in Iowa? People from Iowa. Do they even matter? I mean, that's well, I'm kidding stuff. all of you Iowa listeners. I'm sorry. I take that back. That was the like only corn came out of Iowa.
2: President,
1: the band <laughs> if You say so bad. I mean, I think corn's pretty cool too. But uh, and and the field of dreams. I actually feel guilty for making fun of Iowa now. Like Kansas didn't have anything as cool as Field of Dreams.
2: We have a uh, abandoned town that supposedly leads to a gateway to hell. Oh
0: my gosh! Yes, I thought that'd be on the list today. What? Which town is it? I'm gonna
1: look that up. Stoll, S-T-O-L-L. It's the what is it like seventh, seventh or eighth gateway to hell? Oh boy! It's I've been there. It's creepy. Like, the story, it's a cemetery, and, like, there's a church, and it's, uh, the store the, the entire story behind it is freaky. When I first read about it, it gave me nightmares, like, in high school. And then we went there, which was stupid.
0: Where is this? I want to go. It's right by Lawrence.
1: It's just Not outside. Of, it's just outside of Lawrence. Um, it's like, the tats, it's unincorporated, because the, pu- the only thing in Stoll is a cemetery and an old church. They used to be like it got the church had its roof ripped off from a storm and the cross got knocked down upside down. And so when they went in to like clean it out, they could not move that cross. It is still sitting there upside down. Well, they could not move it. And then the roof has been ripped off of that place for like 20 years. And no matter how much it rains, it is always dry inside that church.
0: From here, it is three hours and 20 minutes away. It's closed off now. Like,
1: it's completely gated. People would go there during Halloween because it was always said that on Halloween, it's one of two nights that Satan himself visits the cemetery because there's an unmarked grave of a child that was born, like, from a witch that was born with severe um, deformities. And they say that's Satan's son. And, like, Twice a year, it's the, it's the summer solstice and Halloween, and they said that, like, Satan would show up there. And, like, people used to go there on Halloween, but the police have pretty well blocked it off for the last couple of years. No, don't. I, yeah, I wouldn't go up, like, I don't believe it necessarily, but I'm not the type to test that theory.
0: I was really looking forward to Satan. <laughs>
1: I was worried what I was saying was getting too controversial, but you pretty well cleared that bar.
0: Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm here for the rest of my high school career. Another <laughs> year. Another year. Has, there been-, Another year. has there
2: been people that showed up on the summer solstice to look at it? it- just go there? Or- when, yeah, yeah, there has been. When is
1: the uh, summer solstice?
2: It was like late last month. I remember that. I was like, wonder when it is? I looked it up and I missed it by two days, apparently.
1: Oh, man. There's always next year. Uh, but yeah, that was for some reason. Those were the two days. And like people, there's a there's a stairwell. That's why they call it stairway to stairwell to hell. There's a stairwell by the church that you can't see the bottom of. You walk down it. and You feel like you're walking and walk, you feel like you walk for like a minute and then you come back up. And if you had had friends that stayed up on land, they'll be like, where did you go? You're gone for an hour, and you'll get your phone out, and it'll be like an hour later, and you'll be like, I literally walked down like 10 steps. Or people claim that they feel like someone grabbed their shoulder from behind, and
0: they turn around, nothing's there. That's why (laughs) you have a 2,000 (laughs) luminous (laughs) flashlight. They can't get you if you shine a light at them. Or you just don't go. Well here's the thing. I'm intrigued
1: by this. Yeah, I am too. I'm but I'm a chicken with this stuff. Like this is cool to read about, but I don't want to go there. Like I and yeah, I went exactly. there, but we, we didn't even get out. Like we drove by and we looked at it and we got out of the car and looked at it from a distance and we're like,
0: Okay, this is horrifying. You, you take and the like, of you just like, Yep, there yeah. it is. There's the church.
1: Like even we went at night, even going in the day would probably freak me out. Because like it has one light, there is—I I don't even think it's really a street, a road light—but there is a light off to the side that shines and it illuminates that church,
0: and it is horrifying
1: at night. At least it, it was sim- ten years sim- ago.
0: Is it similar to the Fox Creek School building? What's that? The Fox Creek School building is—it's uh, a stone building. It's a single-room schoolhouse. Where at? um Flint Hills, Kansas. Let's say Fox what? Fo- uh Fox Creek
2: Creek school
1: I've never heard of this place.
0: It's like it's up in the Flint Hills. Not many people know of it, but it's a great place to take pictures. Pictures? Cuz it's like creepy? Well, no, you can you can see for a while from there. Oh, yeah, it's kind of the Flint Hills.
1: Wait, so like one of those old one-room schoolhouses? Uh, yeah. Okay, I see it. Yeah, there's here's one with like a storm behind it, and that that is a little creepy. It's got a swing set, though.
0: Yes, it does. It does. Imagine, Imagine just seeing that swing with nobody else there. And seeing it actually swinging with no wind. Yeah.
1: Ooh. I just give myself chills. All right. Um, So let's see. Okay. I don't know the Tung Tung effect or event. Sorry. Um, Sorry, I'm taking over this, but this is what I actually want to talk about because I didn't know about it. I feel kind of ashamed as a history teacher that I hadn't uh, heard of this. So upon very brief and minor research, like the there is uh an impact in southern siberia cuz i looked on the map and like it said it was in siberia but like it's on the southern skirt but it's it's honestly about as close to smack dab in the middle of russia as you can get which if you're not within 100 miles of the western border then you're considered in siberia because 80% of russia is snow so yeah this impact uh apparently just cratered um tore down a bunch of forest area they said there was like three possible deaths but none confirmed because everyone who lives out there apparently is off the books and it happened like 1907 or 1908 so this was like back in the russian empire days I like guess is pre-soviet union um and i'm guessing the reason it's on there I, Ben, I'm guessing is because, like, there's a conspiracy that it was, like, uh, a bomb or a government-mandated explosion? Is that it?
2: Uh, I mean, I just put it on here because I was going to try to look up conspiracies for it because I know supposedly there's something that maybe it was, like, a miniature black hole
0: that mm. went off. Or something. Okay.
2: Because I remember hearing something about that, and I was going to try to look for it, but I couldn't find it.
1: So you know what I read today was it was it's assumed that it was some type of meteorite um, but that it was moving so fast into the earth's atmosphere that it actually meteorite itself um, burn I don't know what the scientific term is burn out or dissolved before it even reached the surface so the crater was actually just created by the impact of the force of the meteorite exploding in air, like it didn't even hit the ground. The ground was, and that's probably why there's so much, There, there's the possibility for conspiracies.
0: Um, I mean, they had another meteorite that like nobody knew about, that it flew over Russia and like, it hit the ground. How, how long ago? Uh, I believe it was either 2015 or 2016. Oh, really?
1: Okay. It's Russia, I mean
0: everything crazy happens in Russia yeah really know.
2: like why is there like few meteorites like within at least a hundred years that either exploded over Ro- Russia because there's the one that the one that, the 13,
1: 13. universe is trying to send Russia Russia a message Leave. No, oh. like you don't belong but they're they have bad aim they miss Moscow by like 300 miles.
0: Uh, I Scott know. needs to improve with his uh, meteorite aim. <laughs> no, he's trying to play darts. Just... Yeah, Playing yeah, darts but, at Russia.
1: See that, but I mean, that's probably not even a big deal in Russia. Like, in, what was it, sixty, sixty-one 61 with the Tsar bomb? Like, they detonated that up in Siberia. We talked about that in class and it wasn't even, like, the right chapter. I just got off on a tangent. Because, like, the Tsar bomb is one of the coolest things that's ever existed.
0: I mean, and didn't I was, it knock the world off its axis by, like, one yeah. or two degrees? Yeah,
1: a tiny bit. Yeah. And it, like, poisoned part of the Arctic Ocean. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> after that, both countries like, yeah, let's not test bombs above ground anymore. That's a bad idea.
0: That's why they tested in the core of the Earth. Yeah.
1: As opposed to how we used to do it um, on, like, native islands. Oh. What
0: was really? the one that they tested the atomic bomb on? Bikini Atoll? Bikini yeah. Atoll was where we tested the hydrogen bomb. Where were the nuclear bombs? I guess those are probably the uh, There there's
1: a handful of locations. The Trinity test was in New Mexico. Um, I believe there was a place in Kansas that was picked out to be a spa, but they ended up not using it. I want to say it was like Great Bend. There was like eight places that they picked, and I think they only tested in like four or five. Yeah, there was Nevada. There was McDonald Ranch in uh, in New Mexico. Wherever there was like sparse, uh, whether it was like plant life or animal or human life they went with.
0: I mean, uh, yeah. I so they could have just tested remember- it there.
1: There's way too much wildlife there. Teddy Roosevelt protected that. Teddy would have rolled over in his grave.
2: Jonathan, do you remember your uh, uh, acronym, or not your, your comparison to melting ice cream on the other podcast episode?
0: Oh yeah, like the theory that the kind the, the I know what you're talking about—the dead baby project. Oh God. <laughs> The, the nuclear what is that term? if it was melting
1: ice cream? <laughs>
0: uh, um, one of the articles I read said that uh, the skin and bones melted as if it were ice cream on a hot day. Oh my gosh. It's very gruesome. Very graphic image.
1: Ben, why would you bring that up?
2: Because we were talking about atomic bombs.
0: Oh
1: my lord.
0: It's bad. Like The power that the nuclear bomb generates could have very well done just that and like mm-hmm. I mean you've yeah. seen what it can do to houses it just blows them away would
1: well, you see those pictures of like the I forget what they call them the death shadows like if you're within a mile of the epicenter you would like evaporate and you would see just a shadow of of ash on the sidewalk like in the shape of your body with no actual trace of the body just that shape burned into the ground
0: Exa- exactly like it's well it's like what I was talking about
1: yeah but that you didn't have to add in melted ice cream
0: well like, no, now, that I, was, that was next,
1: now I'm I'm not going to want to eat any ice cream I'll <laughs> just I'll just think back to World War two and it'll make me sad
0: yeah it does look like shadows from the atomic bomb
1: Yeah, I think they're called Death Shadows. It looks like someone just like sidewalk chalked their body and then like just colored the outside with a darker shade. It's wicked. And yeah, there's no trace of the body. It's completely gone. It just turned into ash that got burned into the sidewalk or into the street.
0: That is very gruesome.
1: Yeah. And we were capable of that in 1945. Just think of what we're capable of now.
0: I mean, we haven't moved past nuclear weapons because of North Korea, but we've like enhanced them. We have enhanced them quite a bit.
1: Like even the hydrogen bomb was five times as powerful as the new atomic weapons we, we used, and Maybe
0: that was nice. Like, need to start detonating bombs in space. Can it detonate in space? Like with no oxygen? I mean, think it's like plutonium. But
1: I don't like, know. for something to
2: detonate, there has to be fire, and you have to have oxygen for fire.
0: Can atomic bomb detonate in space? Because this I know was
2: worth thinking about testing them on the moon at one point, but then decide well, not.
0: Uh, this was all something President Reagan got
1: made fun of for his Star Wars theory. He was going to put lasers in space. And then try and, like, intercept any kind of Soviet missiles that would get shot over. Come on, guys, didn't you pay attention in my online lectures? I talked about Star Wars.
2: Well, I remember, I've heard about it before, also, like, yeah, I I kind of forgot about it. Sorry. But, yeah, I do, I do know what you're talking about.
1: The Strategic Defense Initiative. He's like our... Technology has advanced this far. Surely we can put lasers in space and intercept Soviet missiles. What do you got, John? Did you find something? Mm
0: -hmm. If a nuclear weapon is detonated in a vacuum, uh, the weapon's effects change drastically because the only thing that they would have been able to measure would have been like temperature because there's like there would be no cloud because the fire doesn't. Exist because there's right. No air.
1: Okay, that's what I thought.
0: But it could still be damaging. It could still be damaging because of still
1: the temperature. Burn. Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, nuclear weapons are so expensive. Like, if you're not going to get, uh, if you're not going to reach maximum potential or even half potential, which it sounds like a nuclear bomb in a vacuum would not reach, then you've really wasted your money by detonating in space
0: i mean unless it was dropped from space to detonate that would be or at least very low atmosphere
1: what if that is the final step that the aliens are waiting for us to solve before they end this charade well we've just solved it here yeah. i
0: will see you never again because
1: this is the name tomorrow <laughs> they're waiting on us to figure out how to send nukes interstellarly
2: why is there a ufo right out
1: my window <laughs> there's men with black suits approaching our houses right now
0: they found us <laughs> quick Ben, to the bunker
1: man this is this is informative i'm definitely going to share this this is i feel like people could learn a thing or two yeah this has been very thought. i haven't had this much brain activity in i don't know how long
0: According according to sciencefocus.com, in the vacuum of space, the lack of air mean, means the principles of the, destruf, the, uh, the destructive effects, I can't speak, come not from the blast itself, but instead from the particles that are shooting at a very high rate of speed <laughs> and, and the radiation pouring out of the core.
1: Right, yeah.
0: As well as yeah. the temperature. That's
1: the difference between a nuclear bomb and just a regular... Uh, Bomb. Yeah, regular bomb. Yeah, that's interesting, though. But yeah, maybe that's the final step. If any of us die tomorrow, we'll all know why. The other survivors have to pursue
0: this theory in their honor. (laughs) Put their name on the bomb that detonates the moon.
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We'll put Ben Brown on uh, (laughs) on one of them. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: It's not actually my name, but we'll go with it. (laughs) (laughs) Ivan Brown. Yeah. Has anyone heard of the Starfish Prime? No. No. That could be anything.
1: I don't even know. Does that have to
0: do with It was the nuke that shook the world. Starfish Prime? That was the name. 1962, 50 years ago, back in 2012, the United States detonated. Oh, get out of the way, Ad. I don't care. Detonated a nuclear weapon high above the Pacific Ocean. It was designated Starfish Prime, and it was part of a dangerous series of high-altitude nuclear bomb tests at the height of the Cold War.
1: The largest nuclear test conducted in outer space.
0: Well, it was, it was, in, it was over the Pacific Ocean. This is in outer space. I think it was launched from high Earth orbit. So, not outside the atmosphere, but, like, barely there.
1: A Thor rocket. Mm. The explosion (laughs) took place at an altitude of 250
0: miles. So, it wasn't out of the atmosphere completely, but it was low altitude. Well, it was high altitude, but low atmosphere. Atmosphere pressure, I mean. I don't know how high the atmosphere goes. Um, I mean, I think it's something like... It's, I, I don't know, 250 miles? It was grouped
1: together as a part of Operation Fishbowl. It's a cool name. I wonder what the
0: follow was there, any After Effects? Earth's atmosphere is about <laughs> 300 miles thick.
1: Okay, so it was towards the top. It hadn't gotten through yet, though. Um, While some of the energetic beta particles followed the Earth's magnetic field and illuminated the sky. The other high-energy electrons became trapped and formed radiation belts around the Earth. There was uncertainty and debate about the composition, magnitude, and potential adverse effects that this trapped radiation. the weaponeers were quite worried when three satellites in low Earth orbit were disabled. The half-life of the energetic electrons was only a few days at the time it was not known that solar and cosmic particle fluxes varied by a factor of 10 and energies could exceed one, enemy one electrical. Uh, in 63, it was reported the Starfish Prime had created a belt of Electro volt electrons. It was reported in 68 that some starfish electrons had remained for five years. So yeah, I don't see anything like massively, like I think that uh, the testing on Bikini Atoll probably did more, and yeah, I saw that picture, probably did more immediate damage, at least to the remaining civilization that was there. They killed the entire fish market. That is a cool picture though.
0: Like in the clouds. That's it almost looks like something similar to the Aurora Borealis. Mm-hmm. But like that close to Hawaii. Yeah. That seems like an unnecessary risk. I mean I know they probably
1: couldn't send it real
0: far. Well, I mean yeah. you said it yourself, if the in like in World War Two when the Pilots that lost control of the plane dropped the bomb in the ocean. There, they, they would affect the whole ocean. Right. This, this detonated above the ocean. That's true. But I mean, the
1: the contents of it don't just dissolve. Yeah. Like it'll still rain down. In fact, I feel like if it detonates in the air, that's
0: worse. Yeah, it can yeah. get more widespread from entering the jet stream than anything.
1: Yeah. Well, no. So yeah, I hadn't heard anything about this. So maybe it wasn't a huge deal. But I feel like it should have
0: been. It should have been like, especially. There should be no reason you detonate that thing that close to an island.
2: Of
1: your own, yeah. Especially with a name as like cool as Starfish Prime. That should have been in the news. That should have at least gotten, like, run on that underneath, like, that little board that, were, like, on ESPN where scores are posted. How do I get back to the video chat? No, that's not it. Um, there we go. But yeah, yeah, that,
0: that's interesting. Starfish Prime.
1: Well, we've got to be close to, like, an hour on the actual recording.
0: We are at an hour and one minute, in fact. Ooh, uh-oh, went a little long today. Well, we, yesterday's podcast was an hour and 12 minutes, so we're not far off from a, our typical podcast episode is. Did you have a guest yesterday? No, we did not. Like, everyone we had lined up canceled last minute.
1: Mm, a Sunday podcast. So, do you
0: guys have a schedule, or do you just hit each other up, like, hey, let's, let's talk today? Typically, they're on Sundays, yes. Yeah. Okay,
1: gotcha. So it's a, just a weekly podcast? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay.
0: Well,
2: kind of. Sometimes we can go weeks without recording episode.
0: Yeah, typically, like what I was going to do for this month and try out and see if it would work is if we recorded all the episodes at one time and then set them for future release dates.
1: Nice. Give like a premiere.
0: Yeah. That's cool.
1: Well, hey, when you, so how long does it take you from like the end of the podcast
0: to get it up? Like uh, a day? It, t- it typically takes me only a couple hours, but I got home last night and just slept.
1: Okay. Well, whenever you guys get this thing finished, email me the link and then I'll post it. I'll, oh. Because this is good stuff. We covered, uh, we didn't cover the basic mainstream conspiracies. I like that we tackled some far-out ones.
0: Yeah, like we cu- we were we were trying to stay away from all the basic ones in the beginning, and then I was like, oh, uh, I ran out on my uh, on my six-page list of topics. We we need to uh, go to the basic <laughs> ones now.
1: Nah, basic ones get boring. It's just people have already formed such strong opinions about them that they're set in their ways and they're not going to listen. These new ones, like, you could change your opinion a bunch of times because there's so much we don't know. People feel like they already know so much about, like, the JFK assassination
0: or 9-11. But people don't know about Zoo
1: Hypothesis.
0: I don't think many people do. I mean, it's like, it doesn't have that many views on Wikipedia.
1: Well, they're going to now. We're going to spark the revolution.
0: Spark the revolution. Yeah. I'm excited for this.
1: For <laughs> all right. Well, um, hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. This was awesome. I yeah, enjoyed I appreciate this part being of it. Here. Yeah, no problem. Always good to talk to you. I'm going to miss having you all in my
0: class. Yeah, yeah we miss well, having we'll you miss as have you have you a you. teacher.
1: Anytime you want to stop in and talk ridiculous conspiracies, you are free to do so. Thank Thanks. you, sir. All right. Take care, boys. Bye. All right.